Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's go. Adam Crowley here with you. The early morning show presented by 84 Lumber. Put your positive attitude to work at 84 Lumber. Apply at 84lumber.com. You know how to get involved in the program. 412-928-9370, the number to call. You dial me up, I'll put you right on the air. Or you can join the cast of dozens. Follow me on Twitter, at underscore Adam Crowley. Plenty of NFL-related things to get to, including my idea on how the Steelers could keep someone in-house that I would not like to see them lose. But first, Shannon Sharp's fighting Steven Adams. He's causing all kinds of a ruckus at an NBA game. And yesterday, on his program with Skip Bayless, who's 71 years old, by the way. I did not know that. You keep doing you, Skip. You look good. All that yelling, probably good for the soul. Shannon Sharp apologized. I'll put that in quotations. Apologized for his role in that brouhaha. As you probably have heard or have seen Friday night um, at the Lakers game, I want to apologize for my behavior. Um, You know, guys, I've preached for the last six and a half years, responsibility and accountability. And I take full responsibility for what transpired. It does not matter what Dylan Brooks said or how many times he said it. Me being the responsible person, me having the platform that I have and having so many people look up to me, I was wrong. I should have lowered the temperature in the arena. Instead, I turned the temperature up. And I let it get out of hand. And I want to apologize to a few people. First of all, I want to apologize to the Lakers organization, Jeannie Buzz, the Buzz family. I apologize for any harm or unwanted attention that I brought to your organization. I want to apologize to the fans that were in attendance and the fans that watched on television because that's not what you paid for and that's not what you tuned in to watch. Shannon Sharp should have been mentioned as, a, as someone that was at the game, not someone that let his emotions run high and get out of hand during the game. I don't love being in the let's rate the apologies business because I don't know Shannon Sharp from Adam, right? But that is, if my daughter apologized that way, we'd have to have another talk because I thought it was brilliant by Shannon. I mean, it was. People are going to fall for this. People who watch a show, they're going to like Shannon Sharp. Obviously, that's why they're there. It can't be because they like Skip Bayless. So they're inclined to give him some benefit of the doubt. But Shannon Sharp, At the beginning there, it doesn't matter how many times he said it. It doesn't matter what was said. Brilliant. Because while apologizing, you still put the onus on the other guy. Uh, He said something, and he said it a lot. Doesn't matter, though. No, doesn't matter. I got to be better in that moment. And then at the end, just the inflated 
sense of self-importance. It should have been reported that Shannon Sharp was there, not that Shannon Sharp was causing all kinds of problems. Shannon, I don't want to do the rate the apology thing, but you've left me no choice. C minus. C minus apology in terms of sincerity. A plus apology in terms of still finding a way to make it all about yourself and casting blame upon somebody else. I mean, you're working on different levels there. Now, I'm a genius, so I hear that and I see right through it. But nobody who watches your program is a genius, and thus you probably fooled them. Here's where I come down on Shannon Sharp now. I always thought that Shannon was entertaining, and hey, he still is. And I think Shannon Sharp, he brings hard opinions. He delivers them in a great package. Shannon Sharp is good, I think, at television. But I've always liked Shannon, and I think I know why now. Because Shannon Sharp is not the guy he sits across from. He is not Skip Bayless, and thus, he's the lesser of two evils. And I think I've always been fooled by that a little bit. Oh, he's not as crazy as that other guy, so Shannon Sharp must be sane. No, he's not. He is just sane compared to Skip Bayless. 412-928-9370. What an apology. C-minus. Hit me up on Twitter, at underscore Adam Crowley. Josh Allen coming under fire in Buffalo. He's 4-4 four and four in the playoffs. Has a quarterback rating in the playoffs of like 94.5. He had one season last year. It wasn't his fault they lost that Chiefs game. We had a quarterback rating in the playoffs of 150. Apart from that, his playoff quarterback rating is actually lower than his regular season quarterback rating, if you take out his first couple of years. Because Josh Allen was not the same guy in his first few seasons. If you look at what he has become, he has, apart from this previous season, a guy who does not play as well in the postseason as he does in the regular season. Now, this year, I'm not sure if we ever saw healthy Josh Allen. I'm not sure if now Josh Allen is 100% recovered. He had some problems with his throwing shoulder. That's going to linger. It's probably going to affect you all year. Not a doctor. But the Bills put up 10 points, and Cincinnati gets a lot of credit for this, in a playoff game at home. Buffalo all-time at home in the playoffs, 13-1 and before that loss to Cincinnati. Right now, he's the guy who can't win the thing. Patrick Mahomes has won the thing. Joe Burrow's gone to the thing. Josh Allen now, I think, has been leapfrogged by Joe Burrow. And Joe Burrow, the guy who's already done sort of the thing. My question now is, can Joe Burrow leapfrog Patrick Mahomes and be considered the best quarterback in football? We were ranking our remaining QBs last week on the Fan Morning Show. Wonderful sports radio exercise. And I said... I think we overthink this. I said as long as Patrick Mahomes is in the league, every quarterback discussion begins with, okay, Mahomes is the best. Who's vying for second? But I've been thinking about it more, and I don't want to get caught in the own, my own trap here of saying one thing and then immediately going back on it. There's my computer making sounds. Awesome job by me. But if Joe Burrow goes into Arrowhead Stadium and wins this game on Sunday, and I think he will, he will move to 4-0 and all time against Patrick Mahomes. Now, I've been told quarterback stats, 
Wins should not be one of them. I've always differed on that. Listen, there are 21 other starters, and there are 53 guys on rosters. I do not put all the onus on winning games on the quarterback. But they have to wear the brunt of it. It's why when you got one, you win. And when you don't got a guy, you don't win. It's why Steelers fans, I think, for the most part, are discouraged right now. Because even if Kenny Pickett is the guy, you've still got a leapfrog. Josh Allen and Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes and maybe Justin Herbert and potentially Trevor Lawrence and maybe Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson. The AFC is stacked with, at the very least, a lot of good quarterbacks or accomplished quarterbacks. If you got one, you got a chance. If you don't, you really don't. So if that's the case, then, yeah, wins should be not fully on the QB, but largely on the QB. So if Joe Burrow wins in Arrowhead Stadium, against a team that's gone to five straight AFC championships. And they win that game for the second year in a row. Does Joe Burrow leapfrog Patrick Mahomes? Does he have to win a championship to leapfrog Patrick Mahomes? Because here's the thing. Patrick Mahomes is the most physically gifted quarterback I've ever seen. And I think he's the most physically gifted quarterback to ever play the game. His mobility, the way he can drop his arm angle, his accuracy, his arm strength, off-platform, on-platform. It doesn't matter. Whichever way you want to slice it, Patrick Mahomes can get it done. And he used to be just the big play guy. And then defenses said, well, let's try to keep everything in front of him. We'll take Tyree Kill away because of salary structure. Can you put up points that way? And he has. But just because you're the most physically gifted Does that necessarily mean that you're the best? Because Tom Brady, while he's got obvious physical gifts, I mean, it's never been lacking for arm strength, and his accuracy is almost second to none among the all-time greats in the NFL. He's not as physically gifted as Mahomes. I don't think he was as physically gifted as Ben Roethlisberger. But Tom Brady is the most accomplished quarterback of all time. So when you have these conversations, and this is very sports talk radio, Is it about the physical skill sets or is it about the accomplishment? Now, Patrick Mahomes has both. But if Joe Burrow walks up in there and he wins that game again against a team that he's had a lot of success against, I mean, I find it difficult to argue that he's not the best thing going right now. And it argues against what I said already last week. But Joe Burrow, man, he is cool as a cucumber. He reminds me of Tom Brady. He is the closest thing to Brady we've got in the league apart from Tom Brady. And Brady was never as physically gifted as Aaron Rodgers, but he would win the big games. Aaron Rodgers, for all of his gifts, for all of his talent, for his arm strength and his ability to go off platform and the fact that he never turned the ball over despite making big plays, never got it done the way that Tom Brady did. And if Rashard Mendenhall doesn't fumble, in that Super Bowl, he probably never wins a ring. And what do you think of Aaron Rodgers? So the question is, at 412-928-9370, can you get to a place where you look at Joe Burrow and say he's better than Patrick Mahomes? It fascinates me. Maybe it only fascinates me 
But you can also hit me up on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley. I went on Twitter yesterday and I asked a question of you, my loyal listeners. That's right. Or at least the people who follow me for whatever reason on Twitter. And I asked you a question. I feel like I could be missing out on something. We'll get to that coming up next. Also, Tom Brady spoke, and I have to play it for you because it's just too good not to. It's the early morning show, 93.7 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Tom Brady gives his buddy some flack. We'll get to that coming up in a moment. It's the early morning show with Adam Crowley, 93.7 The Fan. First, let's go to Bob. What's up, man? Hey, brother. Yeah, um, Burrow can definitely eclipse him, and I'll tell you why. Brady's proof of any of that, and that's why... A lot of and the boys were talking about this a lot on the morning show about the arm strength and can Kenny Pickett do it? That's the same way Kenny can. Now, any of them aren't. None of them are there yet. I mean, Holmes has one under his belt, but time's the only thing that's going to tell us that, you know. And maybe they'll knock each other off and only win one or two each. But uh, time's the only thing that's going to determine who's going to be the best. And arm strength doesn't mean it. I mean, Montana. Look at Marino. Best. That's why nobody had more arm strength than him, and he never got it. He never got it done. Now, I know, I know a team has a lot to do with the two. He did everything probably he could, but that, that's how it goes. Look at a draw on what team you're on. But arm strength isn't the determiner. In the end of the day, down the road, we'll see how the most uh, Super Bowls, and that'll determine it. But yeah, yeah, man. He, Joe Burrows definitely can. Thank you for the call, Bob. He knows where to go with the ball before the play. And if he's got to get to a second or third read, he's more than capable of doing that, too, with Joe Burrow. And he's as accurate as anybody. Drew Brees, I think, has the highest completion percentage in NFL history. Joe Burrow, he puts the ball exactly where he wants to put it at all times. I am so impressed by that guy. You can already tell. I'm not going out on a limb here. I mean, we're watching, I think, one of the all-time greats in the infancy of his career. And in year two, he goes to his Super Bowl. And in year three, I think he's got a pretty good chance of winning the Super Bowl. Now, we'll see if what happens, if what I think happens, happens. They're going to have a tough matchup. I think Philadelphia is going to win. I think they're going to beat the 49ers at home. I think Joe Burrow and the Bengals are going to pull this off in Arrowhead Stadium. Well, the Eagles have the most sacks in a season since the 1985 Bears. They had 70 sacks in the regular season. They had five more against the New York Giants. They've racked up 75 sacks this year. That offensive line of Cincinnati's banged up. They'll have a couple of weeks before they got to play the Super Bowl, obviously. So in their case, you'd like to see them get healthy. I don't want to see the Bengals win anything. They're a division rival. They can get bent. But that would be a wonderful matchup, I think. Joe Burrow has already won a playoff game in his career where he's been sacked nine times. 
I think he would be under considerable duress against Philadelphia. And if he were able to pull that off, my God. But he's got the look of an all-time great. And this was brought up yesterday on the PM team, so I want to give them credit. But it's something that I've been thinking for a little while. Everyone does want to talk about the talent that Mahomes has and Josh Allen. And physically, yes, they are more gifted and they are more unicorn-like than is Joe Burrow. But let's not pretend like Joe Burrow wasn't the first overall pick in the draft. And he was that for a reason. My man threw 60 touchdowns at LSU. He was surrounded by a whole bunch of talent. But there are a lot of SEC quarterbacks year in and year out that are surrounded with a whole bunch of talent. There's a lot of Ohio State quarterbacks year in and year out that are surrounded by a whole bunch of talent. No one's ever gone out there and thrown that many touchdowns in a Power 5 conference before. So Joe Burrow's been a special cat and will continue to be a special cat. It's very discouraging as a Steelers fan, that you're going to have to look at this guy for the next decade, decade plus in your division. Now, there will be attrition. We already saw it with Patrick Mahomes. He gets his contract. You lose Tyreek Hill. Will he at some point lose Jamar Chase? He's definitely not going to have Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, and Jamar Chase Now, they can always draft well, and the dollars won't matter as much then, but when they pay Joe Burrow, this defense, which has been fabulous, they're going to lose guys off of that. So the question is, how much will that ding Cincinnati? Now, I've always said, if you've got a quarterback that's good enough, yeah, the roster around him will have to take a hit, but your quarterback can make up for a lot of those things, and we've already seen it. Joe Burrow's roster, here's what people miss in this conversation. Joe Burrow's roster last year wasn't anything special. That offensive line was garbage, and they went to the Super Bowl. So if the roster ain't all that good in the future, I mean, we've already seen them do it with a roster that's not all that great. They supplemented, they made it better this year, but last season, with what they had, what they accomplished, what he accomplished, not a miracle, but certainly impressive. Hi, you're on the early morning show. Yeah, good morning. How you doing? I'm great, man. What's up? Nah, nah. Just want to weigh in on the whole Joe Burrow thing. Um, I kind of think that, you know, us as fans in Pittsburgh, we're kind of spoiled because Ben, for the past almost two decades, was spanking Cincinnati and Cleveland, you know, mercilessly. And you know what I mean? Hey, the pendulum swings a little bit. Sure I does. know Joe Burrow's good. Joe Burrow is good. I mean, I can respect that, but, I mean, let's see what happens. You know, we don't know how many he's going to win, but I think that's just going to make competition in Pittsburgh even that much more better. So, I mean, I'm not ready to crown him yet. I mean, he's good, yeah, but, hey, I still welcome all competition in the AFC North, and let's see what happens. I I appreciate your mindset. I do not have the same one. I would rather the Steelers be like the Patriots for the last 20 years and have to go through the bad Jets, the bad Dolphins, and the bad Bills. I don't need competition. I want success. I want wins. And wins can... A win's a win, as far as I'm concerned. Steelers fans, there there are a, a number of them rooting for the Bengals, and I would caution them in this. The Twitter poll for today, for the Fan Morning Show, which more votes will come in by the time that we do the official Twitter poll, but... 40% of people have answered this question, yes. As a Steelers fan, can you root for the Bengals? That's a very high number, and it bothers me. I can never root for any of the teams in the division. I will never root for New England unless the Steelers, like this year, need them to win to help them get into the playoffs. Just be careful here. 
Because let's say the Bengals win a Super Bowl this year. They were there last year. Still early times in Joe Burrow's career. You really want to root for that guy? You really want to root for what could become a juggernaut? I'm not going to say dynasty. It's hard to win in the NFL, and we saw the Patriots do it for a long time. I don't know that anything like that's ever going to be replicated again in the salary cap era. But this whole shiny Burrow and, oh, look at what he's doing, the no-look pass and the warm-ups, and, oh, my God, he's got all this swag. Very quickly, if they win a championship— you're not going to like that. <laughs> it's going to be the Brady thing. He's going to walk in here once every year, and you're going to have to go there every single year, and there might be playoff matchups as well, and I think it's going to be a lot like Brady. I'm not saying he's going to win seven Super Bowls or anything like that, but he knows he's good. That, I think, is charming now, but if he wins a championship and he's in your division and you got to contend with that every year, it ain't so charming anymore. So I'm just saying, Steelers fan, you might like this guy, He's about to be a thorn in your side for a long time, and he can be a thorn in the side of the NFL for a long time. It's cute now. Oh, they haven't won, and they're the Bengals. Look at this. They sucked for so long. Ah, it's nice to see them get one. Well, where are they going from here? I can't bring myself to root for these guys at all. 412-928-9370. It doesn't mean I don't respect them. I do, but I can't root for them. Hit me up on Twitter at underscore Adam Crowley. Coming up next, Tom Brady. Give some flack to his buddy. A very important question was asked of Tom, and his response to me was telling. It's the early morning show, 93.7 The Fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevrolet Route 19 in the South Hills. Start the new year off with a great deal on a new or pre-owned vehicle and online at sunchevy.com. Cloudy today, highs in the upper 30s. Tomorrow, there's a 100% chance for snow. Great. I mean, it's winter in Pittsburgh. Nobody should be surprised. Tom Brady. On his podcast with Jim Gray and Larry Fitzgerald was asked a question that's top of everybody's mind. Tom, you're leaving everybody guessing. Uh, you said you'll take your time. Do you have any type of a timetable as to what you might want to do uh, regarding your football career? Jim, if I knew what I was going to fucking do, I'd have already fucking done it. Okay? I'm taking it a day at a time. I sense you're antagonized by the question. <laughs> you're scratching. It's I only the question scratching. that everybody wants to hear. You're scratchy. I appreciate your asking. Thank you. That was the most anybody who's not Joe Starkey has ever sounded like Joe Starkey, by the way. Whenever Jim Gray quips back, I sense you're antagonized by the question. It's a question that needed to be asked, obviously, and a question that Tom Brady knew was coming. But Tom Brady's response there telling to me. I believe him. I don't think he has any idea what he wants to do. 
I doubt he wants to go back to Tampa. The team was 8-9 and nine this year. Their offensive line metrically graded out okay, but they had problems. They were banged up, and their center didn't play most of the year. And, yeah, I think things may have gotten stale there. He got what he needed out of Tampa. He won a championship. He was flirting with Miami, though. He wanted to go to Miami. That didn't happen. It's why Miami lost a draft pick and why the Steelers have the 32nd pick in the draft, and it's a second rounder, but really it's a first rounder because that draft pick had to be forfeited. So there was more than just smoke there. That happened. There were some backroom dealings. He wanted to be in Miami. Is Tua Tungavailoa ever going to play a snap again? I think the answer is probably yes, but I think it's a fair question. So would he want to go to Miami with all of those weapons and WizKid genius head coach offensive coordinator? Would the 49ers move on from Brock Purdy? I think the answer is probably no to that. But when the greatest quarterback of all time comes a-knocking, and if you don't get over the hump this year, you're probably growing impatient if you're Kyle Shanahan. You tried it with Lance, he got hurt. You tried it with Jimmy Garoppolo, and you got close but no cigar. If you don't get it done this year with Brock Purdy, do you get impatient? My gut says no, but... Shanahan, an impatient guy, I would imagine, right? I mean, he blew the Super Bowl 28-3 against the New England Patriots. Been close before. If you don't get over the hump now and the greatest quarterback of all time says, yeah, I'd love to play for my boyhood team, I think you make it interesting. What do you want to play in Las Vegas with Devontae Adams and that great running back and that solid running game with his coordinator that he had and loved for so long in New England? So there are options out there. Would you want to go to Indianapolis? Probably not. But that's another potential suitor. Would he want to go to the New York Jets and stick it to the New England Patriots? To his old guy, Bill Belichick. Brady's cut from that cloth. There's plenty of teams that could be suitors for Tom Brady. The offseason ain't even really begun. It has for him, not for all these teams. Not really. So, it depends on the option. He also just got divorced. In large part, we're told... Because Giselle was tired of Brady playing football. Brady considered retirement this year because he may have wanted to save his marriage. Now there's no marriage to save. I think he's wrestling with this. He's wrestling for the right opportunity. He knows he's older, but he was still productive this year. I don't think today he knows. I think all those things that I've mentioned factor in to his decision, obviously. But today, I don't think he knows. Hey, you're on the early morning show. Hey, Crowley. Good morning. Morning. Hey, so I'm, this is your Cincinnati Bengals fan living in Pittsburgh. Oh, no. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just calling. What do you think about Burrow and the Bengals turning into what the Patriots and Brady used to be? And what I mean by that is people coming to New England to play for cheaper money just to play with Brady and maybe get Yeah, that thank ring. you for the call. I shouldn't have taken it because it's too, it's too late against the clock. I mean, I think Joe Burrow is the guy the players are going to want to play for. But money at the end of the day rules the thing. And we'll talk about that maybe more tomorrow. Or not. I just need to get out of the show. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever. Or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 